higher Holy Spirit self. Mm. We're thankful to be together again. Mm. We're glad that we are here and we know that our brothers and sisters are here with us, at least in spirit. And perhaps they will join us in electronic or physical form. But in either way, we are grateful and thankful to have them as part of our team. And the blessings they have shown us, the examples they have shown us, their lessons are our lessons. And our lessons are their lessons. What a connection. The reviewing that we did earlier today of the accomplishments that we, I won't say accomplishments, but the spiritual learning we've done in the last two and a half years and to see people's hearts open up to see the progress they made and their progress is our progress I was touched and I know many others were as well we're thankful for the ability to be willing we're thankful for the opportunity to choose again we're thankful to ask for help when we need it and know that that help is always there available for us 24-7. We share, of course, all of these things today with everyone, for we are all one, and we let it be. Amen. Amen. You got dinner made in 45 minutes? Well, I made some chicken sausages, but tomorrow I think I'm going to make some chicken and some zucchini. It mm. takes a little more time to make that, so it's a pressure cooker dish. Mm. And pressure cook part of it, and then you combine it on a skillet in the stove, so we'll have some fun throwing <clears throat> those together. Um, I cook way more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you make a lot and then you can eat off of it for a couple of days. And that's that's the, the plus mm -hmm. of cooking a, a large amount. And then it's sitting there waiting for you to warm up for a couple of days. So you get to eat off of it. So that's a good thing. Well, have you learned anything and it's since the 45 minutes since we talked? <laughs> um... um I have to turn over minute by minute, hourly by hourly, um, mm. the stuff going on in my physical body. Because you know, today it's been a very uh, difficult day. You know, uh, and uh, so turning it over repeatedly, letting. Holy Spirit, take over this healing. Be in charge of it. That was coming to me while I was cooking on the stove. Was just let. And uh, I don't know what that looks like or what that means. Just keep learning, keep growing. Um, but keep being available. I think more than anything else. That's what came to me while I was cooking. So yeah, there was always a little something that comes. It's, I can't say everything is spectacularly some great accomplishment. But, you know, we we stay in that mode. I was very um, appropriate to my what my thought that happened in since. Because I, I took my, I brought up the vacuum. I actually really was patting myself on the back because, because usually it's been very challenging for me to haul it up from the basement. I figured out a new way. I lifted on my foot because my legs are strong. My balance is a challenge, right? So mm -hmm. I just, I just hold the top of it and I lift it up with my feet to the next step. <laughs> it actually was really easy. 
And um, and then I was out vacuuming the sidewalk, and it, it is a little sunny, so it. I noticed that I, I get a little, it's a little draining, right? And so I realized what I, I was telling myself how, like, I can't do this like I used to, or I'll, I just, I noticed I was just telling myself all sorts of stuff. I'm like, ugh, no wonder I have been feeling like due to the last couple weeks or so. Um, I think I'm recognizing more. No, I don't know that I just, I think I've always done it, but I'm feeling it more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, is the recognition is not the truth. Right. Yeah, that's... That's, hardest, that's the hardest thing because it's right in front of your nose, right? <laughs> Here it is. Seems know. true. Yeah. Little six uh, eight just joined us on the phone. I'm headed. It's Deb. I'm driving, so I'm gonna mute. Ah, well, uh, welcome. We are just kind of um, chewing the the fat right now, so you're welcome to to join in. You don't have to worry about your sound if you decide to. Okay. Something. Uh, glad that you made it there, Deb. Glad you joined us. Me too. A full <laughs> day and not done, but I'm driving, so it works while I drive. So. Ah, very good. Well, yeah, that, that, that's the good thing, you know. We got the right spirit about things and uh, carrying on, I suppose. I, I was talking earlier before you got on the call about. I, I didn't catch the whole call this morning, but it's very inspiring this morning to hear everyone's talk about the progress they had made in the last two and a half years. And uh, it's, you know, something we often don't think about. Well, I think it was just recent that there's some of the successes I heard. Maybe I misinterpreted it, but um, I was, thing and it was a recent realization but I think you're right it's probably been two and a half years in the making to get come to this point actually it's a, probably a lifetime lifetimes maybe yes exactly yeah a lifetime expedited in the two and a half years pushed <laughs> along a little faster maybe and uh I'm interested to see where things are for me at the end of this year. Uh, uh, my body is very aggravated these days, and I don't know what that means, but I guess I don't need to worry about it. It's just uh, quite aggravated these days, and uh, I guess we will shall see with that where we go from here. Are you moved now? I are yeah. you moved? Mm -hmm. um, I think I put online uh, uh, in my Facebook feed. I don't know if I put it on. Did I put it? I don't think I put it on uh, Master Living's feed. Uh, the view from the tenth uh, floor, showing the <laughs> countryside around Eugene and. Uh, the night view. I think Christina put up a few night views. Uh, so we're moved, I, but not unpacked. Not unpacked uh, yet. I, Still. Yeah, I saw your day views. That was gorgeous. But just the whole idea of moving is just like a big deal. So maybe once you get a little more settled, everything will calm, I hope, for you. Well, it's, this is a great opportunity. We're letting go of so much stuff. But now that I've moved here, I still see there's more stuff I need to let go of. And uh, I'm not done uh, letting go of stuff. 
So there's probably another round or two of, um, of uh, get it roast up. Which would have yep. been easier. I was just talking to uh, someone, an old prayer partner who is in the UK, and she just moved from her own, I don't know if it was a one or two bedroom apartment, but it was her own apartment to a apartment where someone else was already living. And so she's moving in. <laughs> and it had, she did show me a room as I had all, all sorts of boxes. And so she's doing the same thing, paring down. And actually, I am too. I'm actually going through my drawers and, and looking at stuff that I've kept for, yeah, I thought that I'd use it, right? And I'm not going to use it. So I'm just giving exactly. it away. Someone can use it. Yeah. I don't think there's much safety and security in hanging on to possessions. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they become an anchor on us in some respect. I think some, I suspect some people do that for that reason, but I don't know, it would just be speculation. But uh, I think the paring down is such a great idea. It's freeing uh, mentally for me, maybe for others too. But, I'm still working on setting up things like, uh, you know, I shower with the shower chair and still trying to set that up. The water filtration system, so I can have, you know, chlorine-free water that's not yet hooked up. Um, the window blinds and some of the rooms are very hard for me to operate, so I may need to replace some window blinds. And uh, I'm contemplating replacing some of the windows because the heat gang is so intense in the summertime here. So I've got some things to do to make the house uh, more comfortable. So that means in the winter time it'll get colder. Do you, how do you, do you like, do you prefer cold or do you like it moderate or? Uh, moderate, I don't like it super cold. Ah. So uh, we'll have to see what that brings, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we may play around in the living room and have that big glass box area, which has you know windows on two sides, and uh, those windows probably the ones we need to do something with. What sort of heat do you have? Do you know, is it like electric or forced yeah, air? Yeah, it's, it's just electric heat. And uh, it had, you know, air conditioning. This building was built in the mid '60s, and uh, uh, it originally was HUD housing that eventually <laughs> became, you know, private housing. Probably 30 <coughs> years ago. So. Uh, Yeah, I'm yeah. really liking my AC. <laughs> yes. I didn't think I'd, it'd be such a big deal, but it's so nice. Do you just air condition one room or the whole house? It's central, so. Ah, all right. And, it, and it's an air filtration system, so it, if I turn it on the blower, it filters the air continuously. Actually, the winter, you don't want it on the winter because it's like you're getting cool air when the heat's not coming out. It's, it's very cool. So I turn it off in the winter, but in the summer, it's great. Yeah. Keeps you from getting the pollens and things. Huh? That makes sense. Well, Deb, what's uh, new in your world? Well, I was encouraged by the 
discussion this morning too and I a week ago Friday went out with my sister and brother-in-law and another gentleman and for dinner and somehow we got on politics because of the Illinois budget and then that wow. shifted to the tax increase and the conversation shifted to never going to get any better my brother-in-law and my sister all three of them yeah and then my sister said it's not going to get any better until jesus comes back and i kind of thought we were past that but we're not she's not yeah. <clears throat> but i had like no charge around it it just I just didn't respond. I didn't, I did say, I have to have hope that things can change and improve, you know, and that's when the discussion came up because our taxes are supposed to go up so much. Mm. And then my sister said that, and I used to just have this internal reaction, and I was just noticed that it was like minimal, and I'm, just so to hear everybody talk today, it kind of brought it to my realization that it's happening, you know. Yeah. For me too, and I'm just I'm so grateful. Not to be triggered. Yes, to just let her yeah. have her space and her journey, and yeah, uh, um, you know. This is uh, a rare journey that you were on not being triggered. That's not most people's journey these days. Well, I'm not saying I don't have any, but <clears throat> that one's really much, very much changed. And so I'm, I'm glad. I'm finding myself <clears throat> very full again, but it feels now like a sort of a a good full and on purpose full more than mm -hmm. just a hamster hamster wheel full. So. <laughs> you mean full like busy? You mean? Yeah, like my schedules. Like I have to be. I'll be gone tomorrow from eight to eight thirty probably. I've got four clients in a meeting, so I'm thrilled, and then uh, Friday's lighter, so it all balances out, but just, I'm glad. That's quite a schedule, Deb. <laughs> I know. Quite a schedule. But the, if the flow is there, and the, it's just fulfilling, and I feel like I'm Connected and serving, and it's good. That's beautiful. Yeah, all those. Uh, that's being in the flow, as that uh, as the uh, psychologist. You know, if ever the book called Flow. I I haven't read it, but I remember hearing about it. It's the idea is when you reach this spot where you're whatever you're doing, if let's say you're in a sporting event or something and you're in that moment and you know, or whatever, and your attention is in that area, your, your senses are all engaged, your everything is focused in this area. And he calls that state the flow state. And, uh, Maybe that's what you're in your work right now is happening for you. It feels more like it than it has in a long time. That's for sure. And I noticed, you know, I feel like I'm not quite ready for whatever's coming next. And then I just, <coughs> I don't know, release it and sort of move back into trust. And then it flows and I get accomplished what I need to. And, 
then I might make a list, but then I might not even look at it, you know, so uh, it just happens. So mm. I'm glad. I'll share something I had interesting. I think I may even shared part of it with you, Rand. Is it how when I had the conversation with my sister, and um, it is interesting where well, I think I don't know. It was two months ago. We, it was kind of not contentious, but a little little energy there, and and I remember I I I I um. I tend to go into teaching, telling, you know, and just sharing, really. And, you know, I didn't, like, say this is the, the way it is. But this is what feels right to me, sort of thing. And, and she didn't say anything after I shared. And we just talked about a few other things, and she left, and I didn't think anything about it. And um, I think I did share this with you, Rand, is it? So like a week or so ago, we're talking and she was telling me exactly, much similar, not probably not exactly, very similar in her words, the same thing that I had told her. And so that's not the big learning in it. The big learning in it is that I normally would tell her, that's what I told you like a, a month or so ago and I would like want her to acknowledge me as having told her that and and I didn't and that was like really big where I was like I'm just glad she feel that whatever it, whether she thinks it's her or what who was ever it is this nobody's right mm -hmm. truth is truth is truth it's no one owns the truth, right? So <laughs> the fact that, I don't know, it just was very, I just can't remember that. Because I used to do that all the time, try to get her to acknowledge something that I did or said or something. And I just felt it wasn't important, you know, she she's, that what's not that anything's important, but it's just Bible that somehow it's settled in her, you know, enough that not just enough, it doesn't matter, but that she's telling me you know, it's just really interesting. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> So it's kind of like releasing the ego aspect of it, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's only the ego that would need that, right? Need to hear that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need that acknowledgement. Need they would the need that. They would need the something, yeah. Have you noticed sometimes you, you get around people that, uh, try to say inflammatory things to you to try to get you to respond in an inflammatory way. And what lesson are we to learn when we're around those folks? I don't know if anybody experiences that. I seem to have some of that sometimes. And um, Well, if you're asking, I yeah, tend to go to... Uh, I know it's, I don't really even think, I don't know I don't know what it means, but I'm not sure. I guess there's some lesson in that for us. But. I guess it's different for each person. It, yeah. And it's to ask what your lesson is for you, right? Because I think for me, I mean, what comes to my mind, I don't know, is like 
no matter what, it's like not to be hooked in. Sometimes I used to get, I have often got hooked into this, this energy, this, this combatant energy. And, yeah. uh, and to just, exactly. I, I think it's what Jennifer does is what I'm sure that we're, I'm unsure in the past, especially when I, I mean, even now, but, especially when I was very new in the core in the course and this class that I was s saying stuff that I thought was really healing and it probably was it is you know what whatever but she just holds the truth for us you know it's how we're choosing to learn right somehow yeah. however whatever we're doing whatever we're speaking whatever or energizing that's just how we're choosing to learn right and to know like that about my my housemate that i you know told her a couple times to you know open, keep the door open in the bathroom and then when do, she wasn't doing it and just you know i just told myself that's how she's choosing to learn and just let it go and uh, the next day it was open <laughs> and so well, there you go. You know, practicing the right way there. What do you think, Deb? It's curious to me to hear you share about your sister because I think I never quite put it as letting go of ego, but I think that's part of it. I did want her to just want to get me, you know, want to connect with me and what I do and what I like and it mm. just is not something she resonates with <clears throat> in fact sometimes I think what I do scares her because it's so out of the norm of healthcare or whatever and at least in this area and uh, so I just kind of I mean I just always just talked about stuff not not patients not you know but what I was doing and I started just I think there was always that hope of one of these days she'll you know get it or accept me or something and I think I just have let go of that and I'm just trying to meet her where she's at so that's what came up for one thing and then as far as the attack stuff I mean, when I was growing up and we would get together with my cousins and mostly guy cousins, because that's what we had on one side of the family, they were always sort of just being, like, what I say, just being guys. I mean, being sort of um, just more, you know, teasing and aggressive aggressive kind of thing not not anything bad in the sense of abuse but just always edging you on and you know uh, sparring kind of and it, now it's thinking about what you said it, it did feel like an attack you know and then of course I would respond back because you know, I am just as good as a boy I'm just as strong as a boy or whatever it wasn't true but <laughs> the idea of that kind of teasing that wasn't necessarily fun but the norm and I just don't I don't have that kind of desire to be in that kind of energy you know, relationship. Well, I kind of, not that I'm saying yours does, but I know for me, it feels like an, an identification, an acknowledgement too, but I've been noticing the identification last night when I was talking to my neighbor. I was talking about the ataxia and that um, 
the doctors diagnosed this body with. And so, and it was interesting to hear myself speak about it. And I could hear me talk about it in ways that I would never talk about. I didn't actually believe me. (laughs) I didn't actually believe how I was talking about it. That it was just interesting that how I could see I could see it. And that's what tell that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm hearing in what you're sharing. Is it they are they're seeing things and not identifying with them as much. I don't know. I'm still identified with my work, but I don't have any expectation of hmm. wanting her accepted and acknowledged. It. Well, it's probably definitely mine, even, even though I hear it in you, it's still mine. <laughs> Isn't that everything? Yeah, what we see in another is us, yeah. I just was, I just noticed when I was doing that with the the taxi and talking to someone, I'm like, I, it's kind of challenging because I don't know that I could say everything I believe, right? Yet, do I really believe it? I don't, not sure. I'm not sure. And it's just the noticing. It's just the noticing. It just was very. <sighs> informative. So who was the person doing that talking, Carla? <laughs> That's a good question. That is a very good question. That's probably a good question to be asking last night. Yeah. That was happening. It was happening. (laughs) Uh, I definitely think it was the personality, Carla, like trying to find a, a way to connect in a way. Mm-hmm. The, in a way that they could understand, right? Yet, I knew when I heard myself that didn't totally believe me. <laughs> it was just interesting. Yeah. I think it's a whole new level of practice that I'm not experienced that. Yeah. Is it that you didn't believe what you were saying, or is it that the ego was sort of saying, that's not true? Uh, hmm. I don't know if it was the ego. It could have been more spirit, because it didn't feel true. Because I was... I was not blaming it, but I said it could be this, and it could be, you know, that my family has just genetic trait, and I'm like, but I really know that whether no matter what it appears, that, that that's how it appears in form, that it's something I've asked for, and given, you know, so... I'm receiving as I've asked, so I I can't really say that. So I just kind of said what I said to kind of relate to her, and she was, and I think I was even using it. I don't know. I might even have been using it for sympathy or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to judge it, but I don't know. It's just it was just interesting that how do you how do you relate to people <clears throat> when 
And I still don't know. I'm still discovering that. How do you relate to people? It's like kind of what you're talking about with your sister, Deb, you know, relating, yet you want to share where you're at, right? What what you yeah. what you're doing. I mean, what what you're, I, yeah, what I love to talk about is what we talk about here, but that just does not work. <laughs> so, you know. It hasn't yet. I'll put it that way. See, I would really love. I I, I think about this stuff later, <laughs> always. But I would really, really love in the moment of like your sort of situation, asking spirit and hearing some sort of guidance. But. I think my nature is I've already decided what to say or think or do that I don't hear guidance because I've already made that decision. I'm not open to hearing. Entrepreneurs, right? entrepreneurs really talk about what? having a elevator pitch. And I often think about when we have those situations like you have, Carly, you probably mm -hmm. have the 30-second elevator pitch that describes, you know, what you need to say in these situations. It's already been said. I think about that from my perspective, but maybe it applies to you. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. Deb, I think I walked over you. What else you got? You got something you want to add there? No, I'm I'm good. I'm listening. <laughs> didn't didn't feel like you walked over me at all. So no uh, worries. Good. Are you home? I am. I can hear that you're not in the car anymore. <laughs> I'm home and I'm in the air conditioning and I'm like you, Carla. I'm really grateful for it because it's 90 degrees at 7:30. <laughs> wow, it's a hot one there in Illinois today. Yeah, it was supposed to be over 100. I kind of quit looking, so I don't know if it did or not. Yeah, it's probably a time to quit looking. Yeah, I think it's 80 here now, but you have, it's you, isn't it more humid there, Deb? Yeah, yesterday it was like 63% humidity. I actually haven't looked today, but <clears throat> just as thick, it's not thicker. 66% humidity. So the temperature is 90 and it feels like 102. Yeah. Air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, it felt a little humid for a minute because it was like 72. I'm like, Ugh, it feels kind of, it must be humid. And, and then it kind of moved off. And I'm like, uh, and right now it's like 39% humidity. <laughs> oh my gosh, a new thing that's humid. You, you just would be melting today. <laughs> Well, I think it was higher than <coughs> I could drink something. It's kind of all relative anyway, <laughs> whatever you're used to. Yeah, I remember when I lived in Guam, it was so humid over there. You just walk outside in the AC and it just start really sweating. My uh, second wife grew up on Guam. Oh yeah. Yep, and the Azores, the Azores and Guam. 
Azores, aren't they near your, your Portugal or something? Yeah. Uh, she was in the Air Force, and uh, or rather, her father was in the Air Force, and that's where she got sta they got stationed. Mm. He said on the Azor there were holes, volcanic holes in the in the in the you know in the in the island, and you could drop stones in there these holes, and you'd never hear them hit anything. They just disappear down <laughs> hundreds of feet. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. What was it like being in Guam as a kid? I was a kid. Oh, you're an adult. That's right. Yeah. I was, uh, hold on. My roommate just came in. You're muted there, Carla. I thought I muted me. Uh, I was only there for 15 months, but uh, it was just a small island. It was you could drive from one end of the island, the long end, for in like <clears throat> less than an hour. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was different. I was a bit different place, so. It'd be interesting if I went now, I think I would experience it differently. How are your cats doing at the move? They, they, they're okay with it? Uh, well, uh, the furrier one is uh, licking herself, licking her fur off, so she must be stressed. This guy is uh, doing pretty good. He's content. Is that the one that goes outside, or is it the other one? Uh, they both went outside at the other place, but of course here now they are inside kitties. It's a long ways to the ground. Uh, I was talking to one of the other people in the, the building, and their cat, they were on like the fourth floor or something like that, maybe it's sixth floor. And I guess they left their, their window open and the cat got out on the catwalk, you know, outside the window. And they looked out and it was, the cat was happy as can be walking along the outside of the window up six stories. Oh my God. <laughs> this is why they call it a catwalk. <laughs> That's why they call it a catwalk, yeah. Oh, shoot. The cat says it's a, it's, it's a mile wide according to the cat, you know. Very wide for a catwalk. Well, if we're running out of stuff, do you think we ought to shut her down for the night? Anyone got anything else they want to bring up? We've been just. What does spirit guide anybody to? Anybody have any guidance? I was wondering about prayer requests, Rand, since you're having so much challenge. I would love prayers of awakening. And I'm giving my challenges up to Holy Spirit to deal with. It's so easy okay. to make the meaning of things, but I wish my prayers is for me to continue to give up to Holy Spirit, whatever comes up. You Thank you. Thank you, Deb, for oh, bringing course. that up. That's that's mm -hmm. fabulous.
How about you, Deb? Do you have any prayer <clears throat> requests? I'm actually thinking. Okay. <laughs> you can't hear those marbles rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <shoot. laughs> um, I, I mean, it's for me, too, about waking up, awakening, and living a life full of joy on purpose, being learning through joy. Mm. <clears throat> been happening more I'm grateful but I think there's more room for more joy sure. so. <clears throat> I like that learning through joy um I guess I'm just, I'll say as an intention, my intention is to, <clears throat> I feel, well, first of all, I'm going to say, I was, I've been feeling really very turbulent <clears throat> for the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> and I feel really pretty peaceful today, pretty peaceful, so my intention is to To, to, um, remember, remember the, the peace. It's like, because at first I was like, to stay here where I'm peaceful, but I don't want to do that because that'd be in a few minutes, it'd be in the past, like in a couple minutes, it'd be in the past, but to bring peace with me wherever I am. I guess that's. Or to remember the peace that I am, right? I don't have to bring it because that's wherever I am. There it is, <laughs> right? I have one more additional request that we all mm -hmm. have that direct knowing that we've been mm. talking about. Instead of learning through experience, I want to learn through direct knowing. I know. A lot of us would like that. So I'm throwing it out. Love mm -hmm. have some direct knowledge, direct knowing, not knowledge, direct knowing. I guess I love that. I'm glad you said that. I, I guess I think when I'm in joy, I'm in that. But I love the phrase. I'm sure you are at that point. You are in direct knowing when you're at that point. That's. I'm sure that's what's going on. Okay. <clears throat> Gosh, my goodness. So um, now I think I got my throat clear. I guess I'll pray out unless someone has a real strong uh, feeling that they would like to pray. I'd love for you to pray. Please. Okay. So, so peaceful, so grateful, so grateful for the peace, so willing to allow the gratitude to bubble up from our heart and flow over our entire being and ask for that any moment, any time it's available <clears throat> for asking. So willing, so open to for that direct knowing, for that, to, whether we have to practice it or just be it, 
just available for that. And we're willing to let go of the thinking that's not possible, that we need to learn through pain <clears throat> or any of the ego attributes of analyzing or, or judging or anything. We're letting them go as they are not valuable to us anymore. And when we recognize them, they start to creep up. <clears throat> we let them go. Because we don't, we're just not interested. We offer them up to spirit for the healing that we know is happening right now. In all our lives. <clears throat> because we are one. We are one. If it's happening in our life, and it is happening in our life, it's happening in every life. With, we share it with everyone because it is already happening for everyone. And we're so present and grateful and willing for the present moment to, to do all that I just mentioned. To, to be the love that we are. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good week. Blessings. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.